Welcome back to the podcast, episode six, and we're going to do Q&A part two. So I'm here with Leon and Andy. Andy is fresh from Melindy, looking tanned. Sun tan. Steps on the beach. Coming pretty useful. I think that's a pretty nice place to get steps in. Yeah, and also a nice place to be before competition. Free tan. Yeah, I might go away tan. Yeah, just just to get tanned up. But yeah, to be fair, it looks like the weather even here has changed now. I know, it's strange. uh, It's very strange. Because it rained on Friday. Yesterday, yes. Yeah, it rained yesterday. Out of the blue. Yeah, it's so windy. Weird. Yeah. So you managed to get training sessions in there? Yeah, I trained. I was, it worked out. I was very fortuitous this week. It was half terms. So I took Kaya down to the coast. It was also a deload week. So there was no stress to finding a good gym. Although, you know, I did find a good gym. Um, there is no general, you know, on a deload, you can pretty much, it's just a maintenance volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't need to worry about progressing anything. I don't need heavy weights just get that sort of maintenance volume in on a nice low weight and recover yeah. you know, good place to recover so, so do, you, do you feel recovered yeah, yeah you know i feel pretty relaxed at the moment um i've got a little bit of elbow pain in the gym i was feeling today but i think that's just from tiredness because i was up late packing last uh, night and we didn't yeah. sleep well so you know so and maybe a bit of dehydration maybe up my water but yeah was yeah. it really hot yeah um so it was okay like I was working when I was down as well so I was in the house in the villa working but in the gym it was sweltering it was like during the day it's about 33 degrees and when, oh. you're, when you're training there's just that like water is... falling off of you yeah. oh, I Got can some... just imagine the hygiene in some of these yeah. gyms yeah. at the coast that could be quite nasty <laughs> yeah, yeah I was going to say most people seem to use that I didn't use a towel but I use a spray and wipe yeah, yeah, yeah. you I have to probably have to. a little bit better than putting a a sweat-soaked towel back on a bench. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you get your rehydration salts now. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. I was like having to add extra salt to everything, you know, just to try and keep hydrated. Yeah. Well, we're, we're also deloading next week, but we'll be in the Mara, so like, I don't ooh, think lovely. we'll find any gyms there. It's more like a rest. Yeah, rest week. <laughs> Maybe just, just some body weight, mobility Where stuff. Where are you going? Um, we're going to Naboysha Conservancy, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where lovely. I used to work, yeah, so lovely. that's awesome. It's very exciting. Yeah, when were you last there? Three years ago. Mm-hmm. That's when I stopped working there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad place to be amongst nature. Yeah, I plan to do, yeah, do not much, excited. maybe mobility. Is it an okay place to get steps in, or is there still big no, crevices? No, yeah. Yeah. Well, because you, you, <laughs> it's in a conservancy, you can walk, so we'll try... But yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. think steps are going to be too make him, high. Get put him in his mass like yeah. Give him, give him a spear. Giant keep well away. Yeah, that's a big. That's a new massa. Massa's been eating all the cows. Watch out for this one. No, I'll rest. My back is fried. I don't know what I did. Uh, did a few giant sets and oh, yeah. my upper back rhomboid. Well, you were at the physio. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's part of the rehab just made me use muscles I haven't used in a while or that's what I think yeah because when it's weird because when I'm extending my back yeah I feel a bit relaxed Mm. it's not easy to do it but a bit relaxed when I flex I'm like in a good position which is not good posture so to speak yeah 
and with the rehab because of my shoulder I used to lean forward so I'm trying to we're trying to get it back to like the joint just to be stable so I don't know maybe it could be it because from my neck traps I, f- I feel like I don't know it's like everything is just stacked yeah, I suppose if you're starting to realign and use muscles properly, you're going to get tired. Yeah, yeah. it could be because I passed three days. Because it's, I mean, this has been going on a long time. So I think yeah, you've yeah, trained yeah. years with, yeah. that, with your shoulder in a sort of compromised position and other muscles have compensated. So yeah. now that you're actually in... Because she said it's acute to chronic, not very bad, but just means that it's something that started a long time ago. And yeah. I had a rotator cuff issue on okay. my left. I, yeah, so we fixed it, or rather thought it was fixed because there was no pain, but now it seems to be pulling on the front pec. So. But the pain is, is pain is like down. It's only one one movement, external rotation. Okay. Yeah, but everything else, it's it's the rehab is going well. So. I had years of rotator cuff problems. Yeah. Both, both shoulders or? No, my left. Yeah. And same. I was, it was <laughs> is that the bad bicep? Yeah, bad bicep. Yeah. Uh, generally, this is my worst upper body side. It's the opposite of my lower body. Yeah, my, same. My right side bad. <laughs> but um, I had this bad, yeah, rotator cuff injury. And it was quite funny, as I was, went to a physio, she, she, she go. She goes, go get a scan and an x-ray and stuff to make sure, get the base line. Yeah, like there's no tear or anything. And it turned out I had a broken collarbone. Oh, I'd broken oh. my collarbone without ever knowing. Oh, jeez. Then you yeah, like, how? Or probably playing rugby. You know when yeah, you're in the yeah. middle of, like rugby especially, you're in the middle of a game and the adrenaline's going. Yeah. You often break things you don't realise. And I, you know, and that's what coincided with rotator injury. Yeah. And I thought it was just a rotator cuff soft tissue injury so I didn't really worry too much to put, put rest it but when it wasn't because it all sort of set wrong slightly yeah <laughs> so I had to have a lot of physio to get the rotator cuff yeah but back. it's and, and now yeah it's alright generally yeah. but you know it's tough and I do get shoulder pain yeah but I don't know if that's to do with a torn bicep it, yeah, it could be because it's attaching this is exactly and I did speak to one of my Close friends is a upper arm orthopedic surgeon yeah. specialist in the UK, and he said it could just be shoulder pain. <laughs> he goes, but, it could but it's more most likely because this is probably about ten to twenty percent weaker than my right arm. Yeah, my shoulder probably compensates a little bit. Too with much, yes, yes, mm. definitely. Like especially any sort of pull movement, yeah. the shoulder will brace itself a little bit more. Or maybe that's yeah, because you don't have any there. help from the bicep. No, very minimal. Well, I've got it's yeah, like I've super got two, minimal. Th- two tendons there, one's torn. <laughs> so it's like the two out of one. ones and one in the middle, <laughs> pretty decent. But what it's a, it's a lesser it's a lesser tendon on mine that ruptured. Yeah, which is what surprised the doctor when I saw him because he was like, "That's a very uncommon bicep tear." But I was like, "Well, oh. great, it doesn't really help me." But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, which means it kind of looks like... That's why people don't necessarily notice it's torn at first until they really look at it, because it's hard to notice a difference. But. Well, it is quite hard to see because of your tattoos. Yeah, as well, yeah. But it's because I'm... Well, funny, peaky biceps, eh? <laughs> peaky biceps. That's, like, yeah, that's the bodybuilding uh, yeah, version yeah, of but... peaky blinders. <laughs> yeah, peaky biceps. Yeah. Okay, let's get into our questions. Question number one. And we're going to combine two questions here. What would you say is the best training split and what are your training splits? 
gentlemen. Jeez. Right. Um, I'll go with what my training split is currently. I do. <laughs> upper lower, rest, pull, push, legs. And the training split's been like this for a while, but we rotate depending on what our priorities are. Currently, so my upper is chest and shoulders dominant because for men's physique, yeah. mm-hmm. that sort of V taper. Yeah. yeah. My lats have come a long shoulders. way in the off season anyway because we did the opposite way around in the off season. Is a pull dominant across the week. So back with took the priority in the upper. So now it's chest is priority with shoulders. And then when we do push, the shoulders are priority and the chest. So we start on the upper day with a heavy chest loaded sets and then go down to the shoulders and finish with slightly less back. Then legs, hams and glutes take priority at the start of the week. Quads, are, uh, no, we have way around now. Quads are priority at the moment. And then the end of the week's second leg session is prioritised hamstrings but as with everything you know what is the best training split it's one you can recover from and 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 works but there's a thing and you know and like you know it's been on social media a lot recently you know push pull push push pull leg sessions versus bro split versus various splits generally speaking I think 90% well Probably 90%. Definitely all the newbies in the gym could probably just do with doing total body sessions. Oh, I agree with that 100%. Because unless you are dedicated to the gym and you can, and if you can guarantee you can make all your sessions, then you can start thinking about training splits. If you can't work out when you're going to be in the gym across a week, you're better off doing full sessions. Because then even if you can't do four, You'll do three full sessions. Yeah, you're still going to hit every... You can do two, but you'll, you'll, you'll yeah. do enough for least maintenance volume and less sessions, so... It's easy. You just do, like, a full body rest, full body rest, yeah. full body... Yeah, I would say all my rest. all my clients who start with me who've generally not trained before... Same. Full, full body sessions well, for... Start of, yeah. Yeah, at least four to, with four, to eight weeks yeah. and then take it from there. And like you said, it depends on your time. Yeah. You know, how, how many days can you dedicate to working s- out? That's the same protocol I use with, with the first few weeks, just dedication to form. And yeah. Understanding and, and... There's no need to do a bro split until you've got enough muscle density to have weak parts. Yeah, there's right? no... You yeah, need to have it, enough muscle to be factoring in, I've got... Weak arms, weak legs. Yeah, you don't need to split anything. I understand. Actually. actually, a lot of the pros do, but they've reached a level where majority of their sessions, they don't need to grow all their body parts. No. They just need to maintain, do enough for maintenance volume. Yeah. And then, then build focus, certain yeah. parts. Yeah. Um, and that's what bro split's great for, because you can then prioritise. Now, with a push-pull legs, that's very good for intermediates to advanced building mm. density. Because the frequency of training's more. Yeah. You know, you are, you know, your push session, you know, you're, you're hitting your chest, shoulders, triceps. Right. So you're training that twice a week. And same with the back, you train that twice a week, and your legs. So yeah. across a year, you end up doing a lot more sessions. Yeah, like the 
frequency is high. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of frequency. Yeah. Um, and it's great for building overall density. Because there's a misconception. Just because you then push pull legs. Shoulders and chest don't work that well independently of each other. Nope. When you train your shoulders, you're training your chest and vice versa. Yeah, to a certain degree. <laughs> yeah. Because, True. you know, it's, all these people say, oh, I'm going to work my upper pec today. I know. No, you're not. It's you're like, working your pec. It's like my inner and pec. And, yeah, oh, you can't geez. do an inner pec workout. You can't do a top of your pec workout. Because it's one muscle. Yeah, you can't isolate your lateral delts from your traps. You're going to work them to both. To be fair, even in a, if you're doing the bench press, you're even working your lats on yeah. the control. If you control mm. the bar down, you're using your lats to bring that bar down to your chest. So it's naive to think your sessions will not involve other muscle groups and it's naive to think that because to benefit from the roast bit you need to do a lot more volume you need to do a lot more sets not necessarily yeah reps uh, and sets yeah you've got to have a lot more reps and sets your sessions get a little bit longer but your fatigue levels will go up and if you're doing say chest one day delts the next your delts are already they'll tired be, yeah, yeah. Be let alone your triceps which are then incorporated in both those sessions so for me, yeah, you've got to really think about what can you recover from. Yeah, most people can't recover from a bro split because you have I, to do more volume. Yeah, because yeah, I also think it's it's just easier if your frequency is high, you can put your volume low and just focus on, like you said, if you have two pool days in a week, your frequency is high, but you can focus on splitting your volume fifty fifty on both days. If your volume is high and you're doing maybe once a week. Uh, Say you're doing what, 10 sets in a week or 15? If you do them in one session, there's no way set one and 10 will you'll give it the same intensity. But if you're doing two, say in a week, so you're doing seven or maybe eight or half and half, eight and eight, there's better chance of you giving your best on both yes. sessions. You don't want junk. In terms of intensity. You don't yeah. want junk volume. Yeah, yeah. That's a problem. If you do bigger, longer sessions, if you're just doing chest exercises, how many chest exercises are there? I know. Really? You know, <laughs> press flies, you know, you know maybe yeah. incline press, fly exercise. Because now, yeah, that's now the bad programming because you find someone is doing your uh, incline chest press, barbell, flat bench, yeah. dumbbell fly, cable flies. Then there's you have again you're doing cable presses and it's like too much yeah you're probably there's probably only three exercises you need for your chest elbow out dips right? yeah dips are dips are amazing put, you know, put the focus into your chest but you're going to do a lot of triceps at the same time yeah and your delts at the same time because they, um, they stabilise because they can make good finishers or yeah as your starting exercise I guess and a, pr a major pressing loaded pressing motion it yeah. could be an incline it could be flat yeah, decline. I don't. Yeah, decline. I just think sometimes people like didn't decline because you can lift a bit yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> uh, I remember we we did decline because of I think yeah, the shoulder. Yeah, take the off your shoulder. Yeah, yeah it so hurt a lot. Yeah, so for, uh, to avoid work around an injury, that's when the decline mm -hmm. comes in as well. But in a fly exercise. Yeah. Beyond that, you're just wasting your time yeah. because you only need those three exercises. Beyond that, all you find is if you hit those with intensity. The rest of the exercise you're doing will have just a lot of junk volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and point. I think for for women, we can generally recover. Yeah, um, big time. Uh, quicker than men. Yeah. So, I train legs three times a week, and upper body twice, 
and yeah, we we can recover more quickly than men. So definitely, and, and <laughs> yeah. if you're trying to grow your glutes, you have to train them at least two. Preferably three times a week with in a variety <laughs> of rep ranges. With rest in between. With yeah. good rest. To grow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and getting, yeah, getting in your rest between, if you've got three leg day sessions, you've, you've just got to plan it out <coughs> properly so that you are recovering in between them. Yeah. Um, so again, it really depends on, really yeah. depends on your goals. But, but here's the thing though, and this is what people forget. When you don't push pull legs... It doesn't have to be hard and fast push-pull exercises. You can add extra arm exercises. I know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you can do add a load of bicep curling to an end of a pull session. A lot of tricep I... work to the end of the push, because that's what I do. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually what yeah. my... It's like, you know, end of my push session, there's some a lot of tricep finishing, because, um, you know, we increase the amount of volume, because it, they can take generally a lot more volume, because it's yeah. more muscle group. And, and pull, we just do a lower bicep at the end. Mm. Yeah, so it's all about working out what your goal is and prioritizing that in your split. So as I said, for the majority of people, full body, then I would go for the next level up would be upper lower splits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do upper good. lower yeah. rest, upper lower rest. Yeah, because uh, after, yeah, like with clients, after full body now, you just split it upper lower. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Most There's people. still no need to start focusing on. Yeah, and again, if you only can give four days a week, then yeah, three, yes. four days. There's no point splitting. You're better off doing four good days. And yeah. it's it's also the same, I think, for whether you're doing powerlifting, weightlifting, strongman. It's just all about planning it right, planning your volume, your frequency. It's because I know that pull push legs and um, upper lower it's more hypertrophy, but it's the same across the across the board. Yeah. Whether you're powerlifting, strongman, uh, weightlifting, endurance training, you just need to plan your volume and frequency um, across the, like, make your week make sense. Don't tire yourself out. Make sure you can recover. I think with the upper lower, if you've got an extra session with upper lower, yeah. rest upper lower, if you want to do a fifth session, you do the accessory session. Yeah. Strap one of those in, a bit of bicep, rear delt work, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe some tricep work, um, because there'd be enough rest because you've done the leg session between. Yeah. Get some extra rest. calf work in. Well, exactly, no extra calves. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you can, throw you can never do too legs. much calf, man. Yeah, okay, every, <laughs> well, you, people should be focused on the calves every day, walking around super slowly <laughs> on your tiptoes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what, what splits are you guys on? Mine is pull, push legs but it's day one day two pull push then i rest then i do legs then i rest and then i start again yeah or if i feel like i really push too hard i'll do arms so it's pull push legs arms but arms is very um because i'm a friend of mine is from the uk is helping coach so depends if i feel Mm -hmm. really run down I'll just do the arm session. Yeah. If not, it's rotational. So there's no set like day yeah, one exactly. has to be. So it's pull, push, legs, pull, push, legs. It just goes rotating. And yeah, so yeah. if I start pull, the other Monday could be legs or push or it just, how do you say, like it just rolls on and continues. So it's, and then I do four days a week now because off season. So just taking a, taking some notes from Dorian Yates book. So I reduced the days of training, four days, 
focusing more on recovery off season. Well, that's what he was really good for. Yeah, he yeah. took his recovery as seriously as he took his gym sessions. Yeah, because uh, I've noticed a lot of the because um, I've been on the UK podcast mm. and Luke and yeah. off season they just reduce the frequency, the days, pick up the intensity, focus at least four maximum five days a week training. Yeah, and I'm enjoying it because I get to rest quite a bit. Like by the time I'm doing my next session, I'm I'm psyched. Yeah, yeah. So four days a week, it's just a rotational rollover pull push legs. So there's no specific day set for a specific muscle group. I think that's what yeah. confuses people. People like saying, "Oh, Monday, that's yeah, chest yeah, day." I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think people just like yeah. it because it just you know it does on paper make sense. Yeah. I. But the actual practicalities of it is a lot different to reality. And we've all done the gross bit at some point. Yeah, yeah, big time. I've made more gains not doing it than I ever did doing it. Because, especially, I used to combine it with a lot of German volume training. And I just wasn't ever getting enough recovery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never getting enough recovery. German volume training is intense. And the volume is insane. And it it works for the gross bit, but you just need a lot more time to recover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the same, I... When I started the pull push, it started during prep. Uh, it just feels different. Like during prep, we do six days a week, so yeah. only one rest. So it was more more frequency. So yeah. pull push legs, rest pull moving. push. Yeah. But now in the off season, just cut off two days. Yeah, do the same split, but just a different setup. More heavy weights and yeah, crap, crap strength back up. Yeah. What are so, you there? Um. So five days a week lower body and that's got a squat focus day deadlift focus day hip thrust focus day and whatever lift is dominant that will be within sort of strength strength training reps um so like squat day it'll be a four by six then i'll still work hamstrings and glutes but they'll be slightly higher rep ranges and so that'll be for all the leg days like that and then two upper body days that combine push and pull um, so you've kind of got a quad, hammy, glute. As a priority. Yeah. It's in three-week blocks, so this is a intensification mm. block. So reps, well, total volume has is, is come down, but intense, intensity has gone up. Yeah, that's and why. then they'll go into yeah. another three-week three, three week training block. Now it'll be another accumulation, so volume is going to go up, but still staying with that, that split. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why she doesn't smile at the gym anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at her and it's like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Here's the thing, though. It's, yeah. it's, I can't remember what I said about it. It's like, there's no such thing as beast mode. There's only beasts who know how to switch on and off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a mood. Yeah. It's not a mood. You're either a beast or you're not. Yeah. yeah. And I, I find um, that, yeah, six weeks, I'm definitely noticing, especially especially for legs, it's, it, it really works to hit them. I think for women three times a week. Yeah, so it's like we say, there's no best training split. I think. No. Yeah. It's yeah. one that works for you. Yeah. And re- recover. I just think it could be a lot more simple for the majority of people. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. That's the. Uh, because yeah. a lot of yeah, it's true. Anyway, this this can be a podcast on its own. I know. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, we better get to our next yeah. question. <laughs> we'll we'll definitely have a training split. Episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Was gonna, I'm gonna do an Instagram story about training splits, yeah. I think, because you know, I think it's a, it's a 
very prominent topic generally at the moment across yeah, yeah I've noticed a, a little across training as a whole yeah and yeah no, more is not always better no yes yeah. and there's no best training split you just got to be able to recover from what you're yeah. doing and, and always lift with intensity yep okay question two best food or supplement for joints or to help with joint recovery well we we sort of discuss this during the walk and um how do you say it depends um let's say like level of training like do you lift heavy um are you a newbie because if you're a newbie i think food just your fats will do much more than any supplements if you've been training for long if you're in sports your nutrition is covered your recovery your training is hard you may benefit with adding maybe fish oils, glucosamine and chondroitin, but if you're a newbie, I'd say you'd be wasting your money on the supplements if your nutrition hasn't been, if you haven't really checked your nutrition, yeah. to be mm -hmm. honest. Yeah. Just make sure you're getting your oily fish and you're eating yeah. them, and then you don't need a fish, a fish oil supplement. Yep. Um, if you've got bad joints, yeah, I'd take yeah, yeah. an oil supplement because of my knees. Um, but generally speaking, I could probably do with eating more oily fish myself, but in prep at the moment, I'm not going to do that. And it's quite hard to find yeah. oily fish here. Yeah, I mean, decent it's, oily fish. And I mean, if you buy some, and it's very expensive. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we were, you remember, we were talking about my prep during the last two weeks. Yeah, you became like an old man. Yeah, every movement, my elbows and knees would just pop. And I wanted to buy supplements, so I remember Claire just saying, just give it a few weeks, because I, I was worried. And prep emotions, I'm like, yeah. no, I don't like <laughs> popping and, you know, my joints. There was no pain, but it just felt... Creaky. Yeah, and my fats were low, so after about two, three weeks, when uh, my calories went up, I just put my fats up and joints, knee, um, elbows, knees, everything just sort of went back to normal. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. a big thing, big thing to focus on is your mobility. Yeah, yeah. Do that every single day. Yeah. And your joints will be very thankful. And hydrate. Yeah, water. Because I, I, when I used to drink more, you know, I don't really drink so much nowadays. But alcohol. I didn't ever get so much air. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like drink alcohol. water anymore. So um, when I was ever hungover, it wasn't so much a hangover. It wasn't like head pain or... I'd always struggle with my joints because ah. it dehydrates you so much. Mm. I'd always notice my joints oh, for wow. everything because yeah. they would just be like, oh, why are my joints so tight? Even like now, it's like, well, yeah. so I tend not to drink. I'm like, the next day I can barely move. It's horrible. Yeah, so do your mobility daily, hydrate. Uh, yeah, if you train, recover and yeah. get your, f well, there's no oily fish, so omegas, I guess, yeah. fish oils. And if any of this doesn't really help, maybe see a physio or a chiropractor, right? And make sure you don't actually have any serious injuries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if, if none of this helps, you, you may just need a checkup. Yeah, you may need like a replacement. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's the last resort. That's yeah, the last, last thing you should, yeah. Yeah. you should go through all the stages and go to a doctor. Yeah, Yeah, because yeah. joint pain is rarely an issue with the joint. Yeah. It's usually something else. Your mobility is off. Yeah, mobility is usually yeah. Uh, tight muscles, you know, ligaments, whatever. So, yeah, just make sure you've covered all 
the basis before. Before you go spending a lot of yeah. money on unnecessary <laughs> supplements. In, yeah. in Kenya and Africa as a whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, question number three. Working out during the first trimester, any tips? Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, that's why the expert on the priest. Yeah, pre- that's your... Well, I'm still studying, yeah, but there are a lot of physiological and psychological changes in the first trimester. You've got changes in appetite, mood swings, fatigue. You've got morning sickness, maybe. So training goals in your first trimester, you really want to focus on your posture and alignment. You want to increase strength and muscle mass. We need to strengthen the core and pelvic floor, develop a solid aerobic foundation, and you want to improve, but without overstressing your body. You really need to get adequate rest. And because there are so many changes going on and you might be used to working out a certain way before you got pregnant, you really need to stop and listen to your body and, and, and honor the changes. And if you do need to get more rest to take it, because um, most, most women in the first trimester will experience less stamina. So when it comes to strength training, you don't have to change too much in the first trimester. Um, if you've never done strength training before, then it's definitely worthwhile to work out with a personal trainer who has experience so that they can adapt it to your training level. But if you have worked out before, I would keep doing what you've been doing. Really focus on getting a strong upper back because that will help support your breasts. Like when you've had your baby and you're breastfeeding. Um, Develop a strong core because that's going to help your body carry your growing growing baby. And you really want a strong posterior chain. So think back, glutes, hammies. Because this is going to help keep the sacrum in a more neutral position and reduce any irritation and stress on the sacroiliac joint. So I wouldn't go into sort of strength training reps like three to five because you're really going to increase your intra-abdominal pressure and that's just not recommended. So I would, I would, you know, stay above that three to five rep range and always just make sure you've got sort of two reps in reserve. So you're not pushing it. You're not maxing out. You're not doing one rep maxes. You know, you're just you're just trying to keep a good foundation going. It's like you're in a long deload. Yeah, yeah. well, you want you want. I mean, you can increase your yeah. your strength and just muscle take mass. Take time. Yeah. But just just take the time and get in that adequate recovery. Um, in terms of cardio, any steady state cardio is is fantastic. Uh, walking, swimming, cycling. Keep keep all of that in. Um, but I would say not to do any high intensity training. Mm. I think that's just, it's just not worth it. You're putting a lot of pressure on your pelvic floor. Um, and like I said, you probably will be experiencing less stamina. You might, you know, with all the mood swings and, and any nausea or changes in appetite, you just won't have that strength that you used to have before. So I, I would take out the high intensity interval training. I mean, unless you really, really love it and you're working with a professional. But um, yeah, keep in, keep in the walking. And I think just really, really listen to your body and honor those changes that are, that are going on. Um, yeah, those would be my tips. Yeah, I'm, I'm not an expert on this, but I would say just 
slow and steady. You know, don't take up suddenly you get pregnant and you suddenly want to start doing powerlifting or, mm-hmm. you know, just do things sensibly. If you, you know, it's a good time to start training, but work with a professional, someone who actually knows about, you know, pre, post, pre, post and, and, and natal yeah. training. Was it neonatal? Um, but well, yeah, yeah, so it's only actually yeah, knows, <laughs> but no, yeah, someone who who knows what they're doing, and then just get into things gradually. And when you have a baby, don't suddenly stop because the baby's there. Because you're gonna need, you know, the baby's gonna get heavier. Yeah, you know, you're gonna wanna be able to carry more yeah. as, get, <laughs> as it gets older. So therefore, keep the training going. Yeah, I mean, exercise during pregnancy has so many amazing benefits. Yeah. Um, and again, like it's not a good time to start something completely new you know some crazy yeah like, and it's a powerlifting or I don't know <laughs> <laughs> running a marathon yeah. 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 yeah yeah no okay I think it's all covered alright question number four is it healthy to train every single day like two hours of lifting weights and 15 minutes of cardio seven <laughs> 14 hours a week of just lifting weights i think that goes back to like question one to be honest <laughs> the Can way you recover from that? yeah <laughs> but then again no, i'm like looking at we, that yeah there's no way they're doing seven days a week two hours of training a day uh, with, of high uh, proper intensity with 15 that, minutes cardio that, that, that would kill you yeah. you would would, you'd break. You would. You'd break before you. Unless break. you're a, an athlete even and you've got a team with you. I mean, even then. Even yeah, then, then they would be doing weights. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, yeah. even like someone who's a sprinter will do sprint training, gym training, and, and spread it out across a week. No yeah, one just does the same thing every day because one, it'd be like boring. And if I think you'd, you'd plateau or even stop seeing. Go back yeah, yeah. Hands, I think I guarantee you that's yeah. just for the jump training and then mentally you just crash I think it would because you'd reach a plateau you're always tired because you're not recovering and you're not seeing results and then mentally you'll just you'll just not enjoy training anymore they always talk about oxygen gymming in Kuwait they do yeah. two sessions a day yeah but <laughs> the guys there are put up in apartments next to the gym they do one session have to go back to the apartment. We have food delivered. We yeah. eat. We s- sleep. sleep. <laughs> then go back to the gym for another session. But we're, we're being forced to take recovery in between. Yeah. If you're doing it yourself, right, there's no way you're getting enough recovery. There's just no, no way. way. No. Or you're not lifting with proper intensity. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I wouldn't advise two hours of training weights and 15 minutes cardio. Um, Go back to the basics. Even though I, I, when I was younger, to be honest, I, I used to be that stupid. Yeah, and me too. <laughs> I'd do two, three hours during the gym, Sunday to Sunday. And it's what you were saying, in the name of beast mode. No, yeah. no days off. Yeah, No days oh, off. Geez. Which is just, but, <laughs> and that's the thing. And I'm always like that a little yeah. bit. Because I would train seven days a week or do something because I just love it. Yeah, like you, but you're looking for something to do. Boxing. There is something to do. <laughs> Right, but if you're going to be serious about it, you then need to get serious about recovery. Yeah, if you want to build muscle, that needs to happen when you're not in the gym. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, scale that way back four yeah. to five times a week, get a really smart program, and then no rest. And if yeah. you're going to do your if you want to do cardio in a set, do it as a separate session. If you if you're if really you're into yeah. <laughs> going to the gym or 
Yeah, Whole central nervous system, that's yeah. what I can say. Yeah, if you don't have time, have a day of your weights, then a day of cardio, which also helps in recovery. Yeah. Then go back to weights. So just and imagine 15 minutes of cardio must be high intensity cardio. To be yeah, able to do it 15 yeah, minutes. 15. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not a long, it's not a long amount of cardio. Yeah. So I imagine you're, you're constantly in that fight or flight mode. At some point, your body is going to start breaking down. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's not healthy. Yeah. Okay, question five. My goal is to be lean. I am eating clean, but a lot of fruits. Will that affect my goals? Yes and no. <laughs> How much fruit are we talking about? It's the uh, same with anything. What are your balance. goals? <laughs> what are your goals? Yeah, you want to be lean, right? It all goes down to what we said before, we've said in the previous podcast. Energy balance. Yeah. Calories. And fruits are not high calorie. We're not. Yeah, we're a lot of fiber, but if you eat lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fruit, they can be high calorie. Yeah, because they all yeah. count. Yeah, because they all do count. All calories count. Yeah, you should have fruit in your daily um, plan, your meal plans daily. You know, you should have like at least three portions of fruit and vegetables. Yeah, like one to three s- servings. I mean, yeah, and if you, grams. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you want. Low calorie fruits, berries are fantastic. Great fiber, um, and I mean the whole eating clean thing again. Yeah, I know that's the one thing eating clean. Fifty grams of strawberries have about eighteen calories, so I have fifty. I have one hundred fifty grams of frozen fruit every morning into my protein porridge. It's usually. Cherries, which are a little bit higher, they're about 49 calories per 50. Strawberries are like 18. And raspberries or summer fruits. Mm -hmm. Now, strawberries are the best because they're the highest fibre. The only problem is they're a little bit bigger, so heavy. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I can buy them all. And then, then, you know, you look at it's not a lot of calories for a decent amount, 150 grams of fruit. Yeah, berries they, are berries are key. Or yeah. I like I love pineapples. They got a lot of fiber as well. I do so. berries and my tangerine. Yeah, we tried yeah. pineapple. I love, yeah, I we, love we pineapple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but tangerine Make is my constant. Like super <laughs> sort of rare fruit with pineapple. The pineapple, I know. <laughs> it's like exotic. I think it's it's the cutting, the whole preparation. Yeah, it's annoying. Well, that's because I do it. You I guess what else yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I like if, if, yeah if, if, if she didn't do it, it would have been there. It would have still been chilling in the kitchen. Like, oh, God, well, I ate so much when I was in school. So when we went to play sports at different schools, we'd always have pineapple in the, in the break in between. We'd eat so much that our tongues would get sort of yeah, burnt. Like. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, is it full of anti-inflammatories? Yeah. It's got, brum, is it bromelain? Yeah. yeah, it's great yeah. for recovery. Yeah. See, that's why I like tangerines. Think about it. You know, you like tangerines, tangerines are easy, yes. you just spill them off. But they're imported. Bananas. Big carbon footprint. This is another story. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. fruits are not going to affect your goals if you're eating them sensibly. Track your... Yeah, track your... Track your if you're trying to lose, lose weight and get lean, Track your macros. Yeah. And then you can have fruit worked out into your plan. Yeah, Yeah, because then again, what's the use of eating fruits when everything else is not being considered? Your protein, your fats. Yeah, if you're not getting enough protein. Yeah, so... Great. Okay, so another nutrition question, number six. Andy, this is geared towards you. 
As a bodybuilder and with extensive nutrition knowledge, how do you handle your daughter's nutrition? Yeah, I, I, I'm actually, I used to be quite militant. <laughs> like when she first started going to school, Hillcrest, we used to give her packed lunches, like all like properly balanced. And the school used to complain because all the other kids are eating like, chips and stuff. Yeah. And Kai used to cry. So then I, I realised actually, let her do, eat the school meal. But just make sure outside of that is healthy. Now, she now goes to Pembroke House School up in Gilgan. And so she's away during the week. Um, so I have a lot less control over her diet. But we've, you know, she had some blood tests not so long ago. And I like, she was showing us iron deficiency. So I got into school about making sure she gets enough red meat in her diet. Um, and I made sure she was supplemented with iron for the first half end of half term last year and the first half of his term um we're now t not supplementing her because see how she does for a while but here's the thing you know with kids they're growing so it's a bit like being in a gaining phase for mm -hmm. quite a few years so it should be in a calorie surplus you shouldn't worry so much about you should be making sure your kids have basic foundations of um good food Get enough vegetables, and I always pester her to eat her vegetables and eat meat because yeah, kids exactly. classically would just only eat the carbs. Yeah, they yeah. don't eat the pasta. That's what I remember. But here's the thing: we are growing, so having being a carb-heavy dinner is fine. But make sure we're getting enough protein. I bought Kaya a protein shake, a very lean, no extras, very basic. Uh, I think it's. 18 grams or 24 grams of protein per serving, chocolate protein powder. Yeah, I saw also USN had like a kid's line. Oh, that's I think. nice. Yeah. See, this wasn't even kids. I, I said, what's the cleanest protein I can yeah. find? No creatine, no anything else, just yeah. a whey isolate. Yeah. And it's really easy for me to get her to drink that. Well, it's tasty. Yeah, it's tasty. Yeah, yeah. Mix it with milk or, you know, you mix it with water, but we normally mix it with milk. And then she will drink over a weekend a couple of shakes just up you know on the mm -hmm. Saturday and Sunday of one a day so I know at least those days she's getting enough protein because yeah. for her it's like a milkshake and we actually. always make sure we have red meat mm -hmm. on Saturday and Sunday because during the week at school she probably gets less red meat yeah um, and then you know try and make her eat her vegetables you know we always have deals like you know she will say can I um, I'm full now I want to stop eating <laughs> I'll, I'll make her have two more spoons of say for vegetables and a little bit more of the meat. And they're like, now you can stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, but as I said, you know, with kids, they are in a gaining phase. They are growing. So they just need them enough protein and all the building blocks. But don't worry about having slightly over calories. But at the end of the day, also, you need to be aware of kids' weights and make sure they're being active make sure we're not eating in a complete calorie surplus you know gauge your kids weight see how much is going up year on year if it you know within if it goes up ridiculous amount over a six month period and they haven't got much taller then we're getting fatter i mean you can address that but it's being aware of what your kids are eating all the time not letting them and i always tell Kyle off if she helps herself to food out the fridge without asking me first because I like to know what she is eating 
also, you know, there's nothing worse being a parent. You find half-eaten yogurts <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> plates. And you're like, so at least then you know. But, um, yeah, so, you know, there is a focus on whole foods. We, we cook a lot at home ourselves. We don't eat out much. Um, we have the odd treat. Normally on a Friday when I'm picking up from school, she's coming home for the weekend, we drive to, say, Spur, and I get her a steak and chips. But I make sure she's there. And she has a steak, medium rare. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Right, you make sure there's a bit of blood in there. <laughs> she likes it that. Yeah. I am, I'm really rare. But, yeah. you know, um, if yeah, we go to her, oh, do you want your steak well done? She looks at them like they've gone crazy. <laughs> she's like, why would I want it like that? Um, so she knows, you know, the benefits of red meat and getting her iron levels and everything else. So so you, you teach her about yes. nutrition and the different values of food. And, and exercise. Yeah. You know, I make sure she comes to the gym... She's around exercise. Yeah, anyone who's ever been to FitRev at some point. Yeah, she's always (laughs) She likes going on the the treadmill, even to walking. She likes being on the iPad, you know, keeping out of the way, all of that. But the fact is, she's there. And I don't like gyms that don't let you take your kids, even just to sit out of the way. Because I think we should all be encouraging kids to be around exercise. I'm not saying don't let your kids lift heavy weights and start deadlifting and stuff. Yeah, but I know guys who have seven-year-old kids who let them lift the bar, practice yeah. deadlift form. Well, just the form, on. I think that's fine. I think it's healthy to be around exercise. It's healthy to discuss nutrition. The only thing you got to watch is you've got to be more careful about body image. But I think social media, print media, and all this yeah. is way worse than... Being around me. She's, she's more likely to take Mick out of me for posing. And, you know, <laughs> she takes else. your pictures sometimes. She does take my pictures sometimes. She's she likes taking photos. And she will mock takes me. Takes your progress yeah. pics. Yeah, but she will mock me. And, you know, we all often discuss that, you know, the way I do things, weighing, she doesn't need to worry about this age. Mm-hmm. Is she curious about Yeah, yeah. Because like, I take my scales everywhere with yeah. me. She, she knows I weigh my food and she understands why. Um... Like, I took, that's quite funny, I had an argument in a restaurant the other day with a weight. I was going, I ordered a steak and um, some vegetables in Osteria Melindi. I go, so how, how heavy is the steak raw? He goes, he's looking at me blankly. I said, look, in the kitchen, there must be a set of scales. There's a chef. Ask him to put the steak yeah. on the scales. And that's all I'm asking. You yeah. tell me. Don't. Then they get really confused. They end up getting the manager. You then find out it's 200 grams. <laughs> I try to tell, explain they to Kai. They thought you were mad. Yeah, they do think I'm mad. And there was a chef at the villa I stayed You're at famous who there literally now. thinks I'm nuts. He literally, <laughs> I was like, yeah, every time with, he with kept, like, I would weigh out all the ingredients before the chef cooked our dinner at night, so I could track it. Yeah, yeah, like. And then is... when he cooked it, he would try and put it on the table. So no, back into the kitchen. Bring put it back into the saucepan. <laughs> now weigh the whole total lot. I'm allowed one eighth for that. <laughs> so before you serve anyone else, I've got to weigh out my portion. And they think I'm nuts. But <laughs> like, I've, also, I've also told Kai I have the benefits of measuring, but I've also explained to her she doesn't need to worry now and she, yeah. she's perfect the way she is. Yeah. And, you know, but health is important. I always say, because her nan's got diabetes, her mum's mum, uh, my dad's currently got cancer. I said, look, do you want to end up like your nan with diabetes? Stop eating so much sugar. <laughs> and look after your health otherwise you know you've got to try and prevent long-term illnesses and the Mm. only way to do that is start being healthier when you're young yeah but it's good at least you're you're talking to her now and 
that she no, grows, building, she understands. It's building the knowledge yeah, yeah. and just being around you and, like you say, the gym environment. I think that's great. Yeah, because you need to start at least building those healthy habits when you're younger. But also, you know, like you're saying, having some treats, not saying, yeah. oh, you yeah, can yeah, never yeah. have yes. junk food. Because, no. of course, it, when she grows up, then she'll be like, ah. True. Like, <laughs> she go mental and, and stop yeah. binging. It's a bit like kids... You look at, there's always a comparison between the UK and France. In France, they start like kids drinking a little bit of alcohol younger, drinking yeah, more meals. Yeah, even right? from, yeah, I think I started right. drinking from 12. I mean, not a lot, but, but no, like, the odds. And I think like at rugby clubs in the UK, we do that. You know, parents watch for a while, you let, let you have a little bit of beer and as you get to like 15. But the problem, like in, in France, they got a lot more because they start so young drinking with meals. It's not like that southern thing in the UK where kids start getting close to 18 and suddenly want and just going just, out and yeah, parents don't true. know and drinking and going crazy. Even it's here. The same I, with sugar. I, 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 I want cards to be able to go to people's <laughs> parties and have birthday cake yeah. Yeah. and treats, but knowing full well that that's not a normal everyday. She shouldn't be having everyday treats. And uh, Do you find that she notices that when she's with you and eating well, she feels better? Yeah, I think she, you know, I think she's aware... Especially when it comes to things like when the lion levels are good, you know, because she was feeling tired. Like, she'd been ill, so she, it, that's how we had some blood tests done. And um, and it was her red blood cell count was high, and it's because her iron levels were low. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, let's address that. And um, I think generally she knows if she's being healthy, she, she will have a lot more energy. So, you know, Anyone who's ever spent time with kids, no, you give them a packet of sweets. Eat them an hour later, they have the whingiest child on the planet, moaning because <laughs> they're tired. And, and it's because they've had, and I always say to them, it's because you've had too much sugar. Yeah, you know, it's just crashing. Your moaning won't work just because <laughs> yeah. you feel tired. You know, it's your own fault. You warned. So, you know, we're quite, we're quite <laughs> open about that and the benefits and issues with pinching. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. Okay, question seven. I'm going to let you two answer this one. Have you ever considered entering strongman or powerlifting? And how would this affect your training? Although, I could answer it, but I haven't. So, over to you two. Uh, When I started training, I'd do a lot of power bodybuilding because... Well, I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be yeah. big, strong, and uh, back then, being younger, I think my, to be honest, my training was almost all over the place. I'd be doing power bodybuilding this week because I want to be strong. Then I'd see someone else, you know, look a certain way, and I want to maybe yeah. compete. Then I'd change my program to fit a certain hypertrophy training style, and my program was just all over the place. But I guess being younger and starting out. Um, you you benefit. You get a few gains, and because you, it's it's almost new to your body. And uh, when you're starting out and you're younger, you know you recover quicker, and it's just fun. But uh, to be honest, it reached a point and it sort of just plateaued. And yeah, it stressed me out. But when you're younger, you know you don't really take advice. You. You think your program, you know it all, you don't want to listen. And uh, I had to change my training. I think uh, that's when I got the injury and yeah. a bit of my SI was causing issues. And I think after that is when I just sort of changed my training. And I'd wanted to do powerlifting. 
because I only did one, I think, for fun at the CrossFit Quetu, which was nice and it was good being able to lift heavier than everyone else. And that was just because my training back then was just lift heavy, uh, lift heavier than everyone else. Like I just wanted to be strong, heavy and yeah, my which is also something I see a lot on uh, social media and a lot of the younger guys and it's like just taking the same path which I try to advise you know you don't need to go through that and yeah it was uh if I think if I had a plan earlier I'd have been slightly further in terms of my physique and my strength and just avoiding injuries and uh I think that's the reason I try like teach because I know the benefits you can get if you have a real good plan and uh, yeah so personally if I was to do strongman or powerlifting now my whole program would change it, yeah exactly. it can't be the it same would have to. yeah you can't try to grow muscle on Monday and then train for powerlifting on Tuesday and then you're doing abs on Wednesday and then you're jumping boxes on Thursday. It it's, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you're just sending too many signals to your nervous system. You're killing your nervous system and yeah. you're not making the best out of any any training session. Massive so, fatigue. Yeah. And I think if you listen to Eddie Hall when he talks about how he trained for yeah. the 500 kg deadlift, he trained for the 500 kg yeah. deadlift. Yeah, mm-hmm. focused Everything on he did every day was for that goal yeah and that's why he's the only guy ever to do it because he had to become solely focused on lifting 500 kgs off the floor now you can't expect to enter strongman and bodybuilder at the same time yeah like terry holland's last year he entered the bodybuilding show and he focused on bodybuilding for a few months beforehand his strength went down and he's been trying to build it up since. And he's had to put on mass to do that. So it shows you, you can't do both. You can, maybe across a year, yeah, but you yeah. have to focus on each thing uh, at Different a time. phases, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I've never wanted to do... I, I, I like the idea of strongman. I like the idea of powerlifting. I don't think I'm strong enough. Yeah. I think still genetically <laughs> freaking strong people in this world. Um, I've squatted 250 kgs for two when I was younger. Um, my squat was good. good. Um, my deadlift rubbish and my bench press <laughs> rubbish. So yes. a lot of point. You, you, you look at targets on a you know on a deadlift of being three times your body weight really to even get started. Yeah. yeah. You know? Ooh, so that's crazy. like you start looking at three times your body weight and you're like yeah that's probably serious powerlifting and dead man stuff. You know, I've got friends who do strongman in the UK, and they practice. Their training is based around the core strongman events. So we do event training and then the ancillary training to allow them to do that. So one day it might be the yoke run. And yeah, then yeah, what yeah. goes into doing the yoke? And then do the training on that because that is like goal focus. You yeah. can't, as you said, do, oh, so I'm going to do some isolation work. To yeah. Get a, get a good pump in the bicep. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that will not help you be strong. As we said before, Powerlifting strongman is about moving a weight from point A to point B in the easiest way possible. Being a bodybuilder is about moving a weight from point A to point B in the hardest way possible to build, to build recruit muscle. the most yeah. muscle fibers and, and damage the most muscle at any one time. So 
the goals are actually not aligned. Yeah, training, it would really just make for a mediocre program, to be honest, to try and grow big. And yeah, yeah it's um, focus on one. Give it, give one time. If you have your powerlifting meet a few weeks out, focus on that. Yeah. Do it. After that, if you feel like you want to grow bigger, change your program. Do it. So it's it's just planning. It's it's, it's it's actually simpler than yeah, specificity. <laughs> yeah, it's you really. You just see people on social media bouncing between every sort of thing going like in a week. Yeah. In, well, a, session. in, in a session. Exactly. In a even session. In a session. Like, My goodness. Like, I'm gonna do really heavy deadlifts. Yeah. It's... I want to be the strongest deadlifter in the gym, and then moving on. Yes. If you progress your weightlifting for bodybuilding purposes, you will get stronger, but it will take a lot longer. Than if you are progressing for powerlifting. Yeah, I think I think it was even Ross Edgley. One, it's like you want to become a good swimmer, but you're busy running uh, yeah. four times a week and swimming twice. You'll build your endurance, but you won't be a good swimmer. Swim if you want to become a good swimmer. You know, deadlift yeah. like a powerlifter if you want to be a good powerlifter. Train like a bodybuilder if you want to be a good bodybuilder. And, it's really, it's, it's, Very it's, simple. it's actually yeah. simple. It's yes. just... So for you, you've got your goal. Yeah. I've got my goal. Yeah. <laughs> so until succeeded in achieving our goals, there's no way I'm going to change the Yeah, like anything. now if someone told me... Because uh, I, I'd, I'd like to do strongman or powerlifting and I, I feel... I like strongman, it's a bit more athletic. I like strongman, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just... It has a bit of, you know, lots of testosterone and it's just... Running around the Yeah, you yeah. run and... It, it's it's athletic to a oh, point dear. and I'd like to do it but now currently with my goals yeah. if you told me to do it unless unless we're training for fun there's a strongman coming in you know we're meeting on a Saturday session but I wouldn't my sessions right now would not yeah, I might do a strongman tr- training session with a proper strongman yeah man. like just you one know, training session for yeah, that would just yeah. have fun and yeah. probably film it because yeah. 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 people yeah. would yeah. see that I have a strength of a kitten <laughs> that's <laughs> But in terms of my program now, it, it it wouldn't get me far in powerlifting or strongman. So, yes, guys, just stop having your programs all over the place. Don't don't be jumping boxes and d- doing three million push-ups in between Those your and chin-ups yeah and your one rep max boxes. bench press, mm-hmm. and you're saying I'm gonna be the biggest guy in the gym. You you won't. Right. So just have a. There's a lot of guys small. <laughs> Way smaller than any bodybuilder who can lift more. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't got the muscle, but they can move that weight from point A to point B. And I see so many people, especially with bench press now, incorporating power lifting. Yeah, the technique, the power power lifting technique, like (laughs) wide grip, toes Toes. underneath, so they get that leg drive. All you're doing is not building your chest. You're just you're just you're just you're getting strong. You're moving that weight from point A to point B. Yeah. Okay, question eight. This is another bro question. <laughs> How do I train my arms to get big oh, and on point? Take loads of steroids yeah. and get sinful. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Easy. No, it's easy. Watch Pornhub. That's strong, oh, four, no. strong forearms. Oh, my goodness. No, um, so, no, that's, 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 yeah. that's bro knowledge. No, yeah. um, <laughs> the biceps like the same as any other muscle. Yep. Eat. Train progressively, recover, give yourself enough time. 
the the question is grow big, yeah? yeah to get big. big. Yeah, so and on point. Yeah. Well, on point is a lot to do with genetics. It's true. Depending how you, what you think it looks like a good bicep, there's some guys who've got long, thick, ropey biceps, mm. who, but that are much peak contraction. And there's guys like me who's all peak. Yeah. Because um, I've got short muscle bellies in the arms, which I'd rather swap with my calves because that would be amazing. Because <laughs> um, I'm the opposite in calf. Yeah. And I've got my torn biceps. So I my goal is just to generally grow all over the arms. So. Don't forget, your triceps, triceps. Mm-hmm. just two-thirds of your arm, right? You know, your brachialis, you know, you know your radial yeah, and you, stuff. So you, it's, you, you really know, can't have a good-looking bicep without a tricep. No, yeah, biceps honest. are a small part of your arms. So focus on complete arm development, and then your arms will look good. And if you want bigger biceps, or if you want bigger arms grow your arms the same as you would grow any other part of you and same if you want just to focus on bicep do progressively train your bicep yeah eat plenty of food and also just just like any other muscle your form a lot of people mm-hmm. throw the weight it's just pick the biggest dumbbell and throw it around and look and just cool use for your Instagram. body yeah. and momentum to get it up there that will not grow any that will not grow anything it'll just get you tired maybe maybe a bit of fiber damage so your biceps might grow just a little bit but I go a lot lighter not... nowadays than I used yeah. to and I, I, I like to use blood flow restriction oh yeah because yeah. it makes it harder so I cut off the blood to most of my arm yeah. and that makes it harder and I just work on squeezing the bicep up like imagining a tennis ball rolling it because it makes such a huge difference yeah, when you do that, and then hold the contraction, yeah. squeeze it yeah. top. Yeah. Because most people don't don't do oh, that. Doing, one part of the of the bicep. Everyone just wants to up, just down, lift the up, most down. Down. Yeah. I literally did super slightly. Everything yeah. super slightly. Yeah, I was like, and then it's the guys who swing the biggest weight badly, who scream around the gym and have the smallest. I saw mate lift sixty kg <laughs> dumbbell once bicep curl it. Not because he was proving the point. Yeah. He's actually my mate who's elf pick consultant for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, he was proving the point. He's like, anyone can move a weight. And me and Jamie used to play rugby together. So, you know, anyone can move weight. And it's just a case of moving weight. But that's not going to get you a big arm. Yeah. Oh. And we're having a discussion. And he goes, up, oh, watch this. <laughs> he lift it. Yeah, with a bit of a hip flick. Yeah. And it was up. It's like, no benefit. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. Also, people are interesting because every time I've told people how I train arms, no one believes it because no. they assume it's this two-hour sessions of just curling. Just this is and why people want an arm session. This is yeah. why we're blows because people want an arm session. Yeah, it's like how how many exercises can you like how many exercises for arms can you do in a session? Like your barbell curl, your dumbbell curl. You preach like you're just curling. It's the same exercise. I do, currently I do, normally one of the days I'll do cable curl, unilateral cable curl with a D handle. And then I'll do a hammer curl. Yes, same actually. I do different different things. Um, And then another day I'll do maybe an easy bar with my hands adjusted curl. Mm -hmm. And then a preacher curl, but one-armed preacher curls. And make it almost like a concentration curl. Yeah. Yeah, because even even for me, it's just two. Usually with the end of a push or pull, it's two tricep, two bicep, 
workouts. That's yeah. it. Same. And then incorporating a lot of uh, preacher and uh, feature have the nice preacher curl machine. I like that. Can do so. So I do I, think unilaterally uh, on that. I, love yeah. it. <laughs> I don't fit on that machine well. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I don't like that tricep machine. No. But I like, I don't like the tricep. It's really weird position. It's bizarre. And it's worse if you, you, like put, leaning the, if you put the back uh, yeah, the, thing against you. Just like, you're like almost leaning over. <laughs> yeah, so. But no, yeah, but the barbell, yeah, that bicep machine's good. I like it. Yeah, so just focus on rules of hypertrophy, form, intensity, and. Don't train arms for three hours, they'll never grow. That's something um, I think James Hollingshead was saying on the last Pro UK Muscle thing yeah. about finding your actual natural yes. plane yeah, motion yeah, yeah. for your yeah. arm. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. fight against a plane, plane of motion, go with it because yeah. otherwise you're going to get more likely to get niggly injuries yeah. and your bicep or you know development won't help, won't change. And in fact, they hinder it because you've got niggly injuries now. Yeah, because even uh, mm. even in the ebook I sent with the Ben Pakulski one, oh, yeah, same thing. Yeah. It just says find find your own plane of motion. Not just because I'm doing a bicep curl doesn't because like your wrists, you know, wrist yeah. mobility. Not everyone can do a straight bar. No, I, don't actually, do I don't straight like straight bars. Yeah, I always use the easy bar. They yeah. always hurt my thumbs. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. it a lot of pressure on yeah. To yeah, so just simple things like that. So your arms might not be growing just. Because you're yeah. just that one simple thing. So. Yeah, and I think with triceps a lot, sort of skull crushers, yeah. those kind of movements, a lot of people have issues with their elbows. Yeah, so tendinitis, tendinitis yeah. a <laughs> golfer's elbow, tennis elbow, whatever you yeah. want to call yeah. it. So just yeah, but just be smart and find what exercise works for you. Yeah, if it if it causes your tendinitis, stop it. Yeah. yeah, there's so many. There's something else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there are. There are many. And with the tricep, you want a hit from different angles. Yes. Yep. Because there's different parts of the tricep yeah. that do slightly different things. So just don't... Unlike the bicep, which is a super simple muscular... Mm-hmm. You know, up, down, pro- process. So it's up and down. <laughs> yeah. The tricep's slightly different, you know, rotation and everything else. But, um, but yeah, so focus on actually more tricep size, I would say. If you yeah. want big arms, focus on triceps. I love training triceps. Yeah, yeah, they're much more fun than. Biceps. And they look better, won't they? <laughs> Someone with amazing triceps, you, you'd be more impressed with him if you've got bigger biceps. Yeah. Yeah. They look good, like Leons look like aliens. Yeah, like a nice like big horseshoe thing. Going up and down. Yeah, I need them yeah. bigger though. Okay. Always, everything needs to be bigger, Leon. Always. Calves, <laughs> uh, calves, yeah, calves. The rest, I don't care anymore. Uh-huh. All right, <laughs> quest, question number nine. Yeah, high heels. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, he would, he would. He would. He would. If, I've if, seen the amount of office women over the years wearing really high heels and you look and you realise their calves are like that because they're permanently on their toes. You'll make me buy high heels for the house and I'll just yeah. be walking Maybe around. Be Give it a go, see what happens. I should have got him some for Valentine's do Day. Do it as a controlled experiment. And then the guys are like, how did you grow your calves? How did you, I wear high do, heels. Do you really want to know? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, watch the space. Yep. Anyway, question number nine: How long do you bulk for? Well, mm. well. Jeez. We, well, I'm I'm bulking for almost. It'll be about seven months. Yeah, I might do the whole year. It's... Yeah. I think when you when you're gonna bulk, you you need to commit to it. Don't. Yeah, just like your cut, I guess. It, yeah. yeah, I would say. A minimum of. Mm. I don't know. It's also if you're a newbie starting out, you're small and you just 
even two years, man. Like well, depending on who you are, genetic makeup, what your goals are. I guess yeah. it depends. If you're in competition, you can do it. You know, twelve week bulk. Then I maybe I don't think. Cut I, I for think competition. my problem is that, and I think the main problem is, is it's easy to cut in yeah. the fact that you see the changes. Yeah. Yeah. Bulking's hard, and people stop because the changes feel negative because mm-hmm. you focus on how your body looks rather than yeah. things like tangible goals, like you got stronger, right? What should happen is your bulk should be longer than your cut. So if you were, say, bulking for four months, cutting for four months, you didn't... Yeah, you were just losing what, you know... What you bulked. Yeah. You're, yeah. From, from then you do it again, you just go back to status quo. So I always say double what... Your minimum should be double what your cut length normally is. So if you're used to doing a 20-week cut, you should be doing a 40-week bulk. Yeah, because I, so, I see a lot of people doing eight week, eight week bulk, and that's and you're not gonna get and then we do a sixteen much. week cut. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. You, you're but totally when, cutting out any when I s- muscle growth from. The- yeah. When I started training, I cut maybe after wow three four years when I did my first competition. Mm-hmm. I never thought about cutting between say when I started training. Eight, like 20 to 25, 26, I was just trying to be big and strong. Yeah. Acquire the most muscle I can during that time. I think so. stay it for as long as you can. Yeah. And, you know, maintenance or in a small surplus if you're really uncomfortable about, yeah. you know, gaining. Yeah, true. Gaining <laughs> you do a mini yeah. cut. Like, I wasn't worried. Two week mini cut, <laughs> yeah. four week mini cut. Over, over a year's bulk, you could do a little bit of maintenance bit. But here's the thing if you are not competing, take your time. Yep. You don't have to f- charge up calories massively no, immediately. You, don't. you can eke up because you've got time to add muscle, quality muscle without getting too, too fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So you can spread that out over you. Now, if you're competing, you've got a short window to do it in. Right? You want to build as much muscle in the shortest time possible. So therefore, you have to accept you are going to get a little bit soft. Yeah, and fluffy. Because you are going to pump the calories in and you are going to ramp up intensity in the gym as much as humanly possible to get the growth. But even then, you know, most people who are serious about gaining will take a year off from competition, ramp it up over a year, and then do a 20 week cut. Yeah, I'm I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm taking a whole year. Yeah, it's very tempting. Yeah, it's. uh... And like you said, you really need to focus on those sort of performance goals, like getting stronger. getting stronger. And uh, because otherwise you do start feeling, you know... Chunky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I I know it's getting serious when the cheeks come out. And yeah, so... Yeah. uh, It doesn't bother me, to be honest. Some people it does, but... Because you've got a long-term goal, and it's about just focusing on that and not... Choose something else to focus on. I always say yeah. this to people, and people I train, if you are getting stronger, you're in a calorie surplus, you're doing everything you're meant to be doing, you will be growing. It's just being aware that underneath yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that fluff <laughs> is real growth. And it's trying to have faith in the process. And psychologically, it's, and I think it always affects people worse if you were overweight at some point. Oh, you're yeah. overweight, yeah, yeah. you got lean, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 and then bounce back up to gain. There's a psychological issue there, and unless you get that addressed, 
And there's again, like, it's good to speak to maybe a, a psychologist, sports psychologist, because if that's the, the road you're on and you want to compete, say, or you want to be cover model lean, but you want big muscle at the same time, you will have to go three stages, bulking, cutting. And it is a mental minefield. And that's why speaking to someone like a sports psychologist is good. Yeah, it is. Because even uh, like when you're cutting after a long bulk, it's it's the same. You're thinking, am I losing muscle? Okay, yeah. Am I... Like you're, you're trying to really stay positive and just tell yourself, I'm losing fat. Especially in fat. competition. Yeah. The closer you get to competition, you start looking around and you can't yeah. help it. Yeah. On social media... <laughs> And, yeah. you, and you might know some people are going to be in the same competition, and you're like, because they're saying five weeks out, you're yeah. like, I'm fine. Yeah, they're going to be in the same competition. Are they leaner than me? Yeah. Oh, am I smaller than them? And then, so what you've actually got to do is start, stop looking at everyone else and just focus on your own goals. Yeah. Maybe for certain things, get off social media, like close to competitions. You know, it's hard because, yeah, you want people, you, you need the encouragement from people because it does get hard to prep. But actually, if it's been a negative influence on you, step away. And I think be realistic about how much muscle you're going to put on. Because I know some people say, oh, I'm going to put on 20 kilos of lean muscle in a year. That's just not going to happen. If it becomes hard to cut, bulk, cut, just become a powerlifter. Here's the thing. Yeah, exactly. No, it's true. It's true. You can powerlift so you're getting stronger and you have to worry about cut. stronger. Yeah. You can grow. Well, okay. I have this conversation... At my age, I would be lucky with my training experience to put on, lucky to probably put on five pounds of actual muscle tissue a year. Most likely two, two to three pounds. Yeah. If that's doing everything right. Yeah. You know, so you've got to be realistic. But saying that, what people don't realise is two pounds of muscle tissue can be significant when you get mm. super lean and on stage. Yeah. Yeah, it'll show a big difference yeah. between your yeah. previous stage photos. Exactly. Yeah. And take your time. Yeah. Okay, last question. And this is quite a fun one. <laughs> what are your gym pet hates? Oh, jeez. <laughs> there are so many. Uh, there's there's so many. <laughs> I hate when guys don't clean machines. Sweaty machines. Yeah, especially after using. Yeah. Oh, that kind of so gets gross. to me. <laughs> um, yeah. My biggest one, and anyone who's ever seen me at gym knows I get most annoyed when I go to use a piece of equipment, no one's using it. Then a trainer comes up and says, oh, we're using that. But we're doing something else. <laughs> All right. I'm like, well, no, you're not. You are currently have your client doing crunches on the floor. Mm-hmm. Why do we need a cable stack at the same time? Yeah. You know, I'm going to use it regardless of what you just said to me, by the way. Yeah, Girls don't like sharing machines. But like, just having everyone spreading out across the gym, it's like, concentrate on one thing at a time. Do that properly. Don't spread out across the gym using, it's not a circuit training. No. It drives me mad. Or when they steal weights. I have a lot of people steal weights. Oh yeah, Like I've gone gone to get water or something and I come back and the weights are gone. Oh. Yeah. Or, Or people who don't take off the weights. Yeah. Don't. Probably that's the biggest one. I think that, my worst also is when re-racking you find a five pound oh, yeah. and then just 45 on top yeah. <laughs> and they're uh, all just mixed up yeah, don't like that and what else when people do weird things in, in on like inappropriate exercises on, on machines yes machine. I saw the best oh, of that I you know the assisted, the assisted chin up right yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I saw a guy doing tricep pushdowns on it. Oh, yeah. oh, I filmed yeah, it. I filmed that. it on my phone because I was amazed. I was like, he's obviously unlocked a new secret that we don't. We don't know about. There's so many tricep machines. I know the cables. Cables, like, and the tricep pull down. Yeah. Six stations plus the machine. Oh, why? Why are you using that? I don't understand. It's better equipment. No, but the worst. Is, the worst is someone doing ab workouts in the squat rack. Yeah, I know it's because it's probably like the only bit of flat floor yeah, but, <laughs> in the gym, but it's so annoying. I've also seen um, the calf machine. I've seen someone doing half rep squats. I've seen people boxing. Boxing, yeah. Oh we yeah, were boxing. There that, day. that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Stop punching. Uppercuts. For standing calf raise, please. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I've it's seen... not a punch bag. There's a punch bag in the studio. <laughs> Go to studio. Yeah, I've seen half squats on the calf machine. Yeah. I wanted to video, but they were looking at me and... Yes, yeah, like, you have potential on the phone. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know if it's creativity or just... I, I, think, I think you should give points for creativity. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I, don't, I don't tend to shout at people if they're being creative. Yeah, yeah. But I often wonder what is going through their mind to yeah. think they've, they've looked at the squat rack, they've looked at the leg press, <laughs> they've looked at the hack squat and gone, you know what? Screw <laughs> yeah. these really special uh, pieces of equipment. I'm going to use a standing calf rep. Yeah, because I, I, I think it was a kid. Rest. Um, probably wasn't shown how to use the machines but after I also thought I'm like maybe I, I will try that like, <laughs> maybe there's something I'm like well, another there are half reps but yeah. it's like may, maybe there's Give something a bit taller, you might get <laughs> um, but yeah, the other thing is gym music Bad gym music. Oh, although I use my headphones yeah. there are times when my wireless headphones run out of battery oh, yeah. and I have to um, listen to music I, I know I stepped into the gym this morning and it was like <laughs> Kenyan village music. Yeah. One of the That's, trainers was dancing around the, it was the, the gym. I was like, was, um, what is this nonsense music? No, it's, uh, I don't know what music he listens to, but it's bad. It's not gym music. It's, um, I just don't know how people can train to it. Yeah, it just uh, gets, it just like, drills into your brain. Yeah. It's so frustrating. It's, it's not uplifting in any way. And, no, uh, it just puts you in a bad mood. Because I've noticed everyone now has headphones. I mean, even, um, <laughs> Like, I've actually noticed everyone. But it's self-indulgent. Yeah. Because that is a trainer putting on music that he just wants to listen to. Not thinking about what will bring people into the gym, give them the best training session possible. And I know it's not the gym owner, because when he's there, the, the music's music is decent. Yeah. It is a trainer choosing <laughs> to put their own and music And it's the same on. CD or the oh, same so soundtrack. Yeah, it's oh. like... You're not encouraging people to train, which is what your core job yeah. should be. Because yeah. gym music is important. It is. Yeah. yeah. Very. Another yeah. annoying one is when someone is on a machine and they're just taking the longest rest between their sets yeah. not on moving. their phone, just sitting on the machine, texting somebody. Yeah. Um, That's actually one of the worst. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah. I always say, can, can I just set in? Because you're clearly not doing anything. Oh my God, I've got two more sets. Look. I didn't say how many sets you got. Like, let's can I set in? Let, let's just share. Say I'm going to stand there and watch you for two <laughs> sets. Um, yeah, well, it's, and that goes down to one of my pet hates is lack of intensity. I remember being in the UK. I think I was in Harrow at Fitness First in Harrow. I think it's something else now. But there's a woman there and she was on a Skype call to a family. I think she was Polish. I could kind of hear Polish speaking. And she was training as she was talking. She put her phone up, <laughs> talk, God. and never break conversation. And I was like, how are you counting? How are you? She's not even why, because she's not training with any sort of intensity. It's like oh, the geez. most pointless gym session I've ever seen. I was, I was getting annoyed watching. I was like, why are you even in the gym? Do one thing at a time. Or at least go on the treadmill. And... Train, 
So train, the height of multitasking. Train with intensity. <laughs> then every conversation after when you're recovering. And, you know, you can re- relax. and you can't Skype in the forward. gym. No. No. Unless <laughs> someone, you're Skyping a coach to watch your form. Yeah. yeah. Uh, watch this. Yeah. And it's done. Done, but yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Just, I don't understand people that aren't there to train. Yeah. Just don't come to the gym if you're not there to train. Yeah, what else? yeah, when, yeah. When when it's a sort of a social event, with lots of people just busy. hanging yeah. around and just chatting. The gym is busy. Realize, no, it's not a big gym. Yeah, but you realize a lot of people just socialize in the gym. They, yeah. Like if you give them a chance to socialize, they will not train. That's my problem. I mean, yeah. It's like the opposite. Like yeah. I don't want people to talk to me while I'm training. I'll yeah. say hello, get on with my session. As soon as I finish, yeah, in between then sets, chat away. Chat, yeah. But but it's nice. We can. Yeah. Let me check. How many calories do you burn talking? Okay. Something. All right, you do that. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> no, 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 it's, like so. it's like a VO2 max yeah, session. It's, like, yeah. it's just jaws and... Jaw oh, training. Yeah, if you want to talk, shout things like, Yeah, buddy! <laughs> that's fine. Lightweight. Okay, that's what really annoys me when the trainers come and go, Strong! Strong! It's like, yeah, I'm stronger than you. That's what you should say. I'm stronger than you. Just, <laughs> strong is, is it's like gym language but it's weird because yeah but it's yeah it's yeah. weird because <laughs> if you just be curling then there's no conversation <laughs> prior con- warm-up you're too strong it's yeah. like I'm, I'm doing my warm-up but even there's, there's zero prior conversation then someone just passes and it's like strong <laughs> Like, uh, somehow you answer, yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah, like, thanks. What? Well, I will say thank you, no, but I don't have a warm up. <laughs> so, jeez. Oh, uh, well, let's let's end. Uh, we won't end with uh, too much hate. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it's more good. Yeah. Than it's too funny. Yeah, it's. Oh uh, dear, they're just pet was... peeves rather than hate. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's all we're going to answer today. Thanks for sending in those questions. Yeah, there are more, but we'll yeah. we'll deal with that on part three, I guess. Yeah, feel yeah. free to just keep sending questions in. Yeah, because there are a few good ones. <laughs> yeah, I have a few good ones. Yeah, test yeah. us. Yeah, you yeah, know. Just spread the love. Yeah, I know. Leon seems to get about a million questions. <laughs> we, we just get weird people who send... No, but there are some that are in Spanish or something. Yeah. Spanish or... Yeah, so many just high... Yeah. Hi, yeah. Hi. Please Hi, check thanks. out my account. Yeah, yeah well, like even people that aren't like bots saying hi. Do hi, you... Thanks, but hi. Then ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll keep on answering. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.